going on, Clomericans? How we doing? How we feeling? Feeling good? Feeling great? I'm gonna adjust my microphone. What's going on? Yay! It's another week. And it's another great episode. I'm so glad that we are here this evening. We are joined by some amazing women as we talk about one of the biggest topics of this week. If you are one of those folks who is doing one of those like social media um, monthly, like what's the biggest story of the month? I think that this story that we're going to be talking about tonight might be one of the biggest stories of the month especially in black Twitter land. Okay. It's definitely big in black Twitter land. Um, shout out to my mama. Hey mama. What's up Violet? Yes. That's our alias. I'm trying to figure out her real name. Um, so we're going to be talking about Derek Jackson. Okay. But that's not all the show, but that is a good part of the show. And so I just want to say from the tippity tippity top, I never saw it for this dude. I never listened to his videos. I never saw what the appeal was. I actually started doing a couple years ago. I started doing a spoof. If you go to my page, I, I'm not saying this to go to my page, but I did a spoof called car therapist, like man expert slash car therapist, because I get tired of seeing all of these men telling women what we need to do. And they're not talking to men. And he was one of the first, okay? He was the OG mansplainer, but never talking to men. And lo and behold, Mr. Derek Jackson, I can't even say his name right. Mr. Derek Jackson, okay, has shown his monkey ass. Not to mention, do you see the shirt that this man is wearing? He was out here preaching black men don't cheat. And what did he do? He cheated on his wife. So, Bryce's, consider yourself a very lucky person that you've never heard of this man. And I understand that we are operating in different spheres, spheres of influence. And there's certain things that you may hear or you may not hear. Um, and I envy the people who don't have to hear about this nonsense. I envy you. I truly, truly do. But what the issue is, you may not have heard it, right? You may not have heard of this man. But there are millions of people. He has 1.3 million followers on Instagram. He's constantly pushing books at the end of his videos, right? He's constantly selling merch and all this other stuff, uh, talking about this, you know, perfect black man. And, and all, it's just, first of all, he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, okay? He is in no position to give anybody expertise. And that is why we have an actual therapist on this episode to help us break down some of the toxic traits that Mr. Jackson has been peddling as Black woman upliftment. Now, again, I told you that I'd never really paid attention to this man other than to know that he was a charlatan, okay? Like, I'm the person when, like, when it was, like, uh, the little boy who said the, the emperor has the emperor has on no clothes, like, I would have been with the little boy, like, yeah, he he's butt-ass naked. Everybody else is like, no, I think he's dressed. Me and the little boy would have been like, he's butt-ass naked, right? When the Pied Piper came to the village playing his little flute, trying to steal all the kids and y'all thinking that he out here doing good stuff thinking he's you know the pie piper and he ain't out here to take your kids i'd have been like yo there's a nigga out here with a flute taking y'all kids who anybody want to ring the town square bell and let them know that this motherfucker's out here taking the kid i i see i could see it so this is what i had to say on twitter about the whole jackson debacle 
People will listen to a stupid woman before they listen. I mean, sorry, it's not woman. <laughs> People will listen to a stupid man before they listen to a smart woman. In conclusion, y'all created Derek Jackson. Y'all listen to that man sitting in the car going nowhere for years. Y'all bought his books. Y'all share his posts. Now ask yourself why. I continue. There are women who truly want a man that they can submit to. And there are men who will absolutely take advantage of that. There are women who don't subscribe to submission. I'm not, unless it's in the bedroom. That's a whole, that's a whole other conversation. Don't watch the mom. Uh, to, mute, your, mute your TV, mama. Uh, and there are men who will break a woman until she does. Hashtag Derry Jackson. But I continue. If you think for one second the way his wife looks in that video isn't a part of a larger soul-crushing tactic to assert his dominance in that union. Not once did she talk about her feelings, her hurt. She is more concerned about his relationship with Jesus. Hashtag Derrick Jackson. I don't give a fuck about the future of Derrick Jackson, but I am angry for the thousands of black women who sign up for his goofy shit like a nigga in a parked whip is the guru of love and happiness. Patriarchy hurts black women too. And lastly, and this is the big one, and this is why we're having this conversation tonight, because I want us to understand what, who it really impacts. The only reason, okay, the only reason we know strong, how strong black women are. The only reason we know how strong black women are is because someone is constantly trying to break us. It's bigger than Derek Jackson. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot do all this heavy lifting by myself. And I don't want anybody that's tuning in thinking that I'm going to spend this whole next hour just dragging this man. It is not that deep. I don't, like, when I say I don't care, about, I don't care about the future of his success at all. But what I do care about is how this impacts black women, right? How, how people can watch this and internalize his message, how men can watch this and approach it to their relationships or judge a woman up to this metric that's unrealistic. And we need to have a conversation. So joining me tonight is none under than a real therapist, a real therapist. Damina Millord is an incredible therapist. She um, replied to my tweet because I said, anybody got a therapist that want to come on and talk tonight about Mr. Jackson? Jackson? And she said, sign me up. Um, and so I want to bring her on so that we can have this conversation because there are certain key things, real things that happen. Okay, real things that happen when we consume this sort of toxic behavior. So please welcome to the show, Miss Therapist Milford. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you doing? Good. Thank you um, for joining us. Now, I know we've never met, and I appreciate you spending the time to appear on this show this evening. Handshake, cyber handshake. <laughs> Um, I'm not angry at all. I'm not angry. I'm animated because I'm glad that we're able to have this conversation because I feel sure. like um, there's a lot of jokes that happened. Don't worry. We'll get to the jokes later. You know, um, also on the show this evening is none other than Yamini Cassandas and Zaydam Johnson. And so we're going to get to the jokes, but I want to get to the real issue here, which is mental health. And you mm -hmm. are a licensed therapist. And can you just please tell people what your expertise is in 
and some of the things that you address in your own practice? Sure. So my name is Demina Malord. I'm a licensed mental health counselor. And some of the things that I address and talk about in my practice are uh, anxiety and depression uh, in adults, uh, in teenagers. I've previously also worked with couples. Um, for sure, when it comes to mental health, it is something that is booming and something that we all need to talk more about. So I'm just really looking forward to um, being able to be here and to talk a little bit about uh, the situation that's been happening in Black Twitter and uh, kind of get the party started a little bit. Yes. So, so I have to be honest, this whole mm. situation with him and the reason why I even tweeted all of that, because I normally don't give energy to, to like social media stuff is that it gave mm -hmm. me, it actually gave me anxiety. Why, like really observing this in, in, so, so basically let me, let me go back a little bit. So he has been um, doing this on social media for uh, uh, several years. He's amassed 1.3 million followers and his numbers have not even dipped down, right? The video that he posted right. with his wife on YouTube is almost at a million views. Um, there's so many other memes and all these other things. So he's he hasn't felt any real brunt from his actions. Um, he's been with his, wom his woman for many years. They have children together. They were married a couple years back. He cheated on her. One of the women that he cheated on with um, went to a YouTuber and gave receipts and audio and photos and, and evidence. I saw the video. Yes, I saw the video too. And yeah. this video, um, and I want to give credit to the woman. Her name is Tasha K. Uh, yes. YouTuber Tasha K. Her show is called Unwind. Unwind with Tasha K. And so... When she said, I have an exclusive about Derek Jackson, I was like, here's just another YouTuber with another exclusive. Here's just another person. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward five days later, he's doing this apology video. And at that moment, I thought, wow, he really, like, not that I'm surprised he cheated on his wife, but he created a whole empire, right? A whole one-man mm -hmm. army talking about mm -hmm. what Black women need to do. And to me, hearing him now say, yes, I stepped out on my wife, but she got over it. <laughs> it's like now you're telling women if your man the same man who i said black men don't cheat if the same mm -hmm. man who i say black men are kings the same man who says black men need to be honored and respected cheats on you you should sit here next to him and say it's okay so please mm -hmm. uh professional therapist uh mill lord please talk to the people and let them know what we need to be aware of oh my goodness so uh i think for sure, when it comes to this topic, there were a few different um, elements that I kind of wanted to focus on because I think that as a Black woman, focusing on the plight of Black women is so super important and really just being able to make sense of what we're seeing. So I think when it comes to Derek Jackson, um, he definitely has a lot of nar narcissistic uh, personality traits. And what can happen a lot of times is that when we are when we become enamored with someone or we are introduced to someone um, who can be charismatic is that um, essentially what happens is that it, you know, it takes a certain amount of energy to fulfill all of those narcissistic personality traits. So what do they need? They need to be able to leech or to feed off of people. And so that's sometimes when the emotional abuse can happen. And so um, that's really where I wanted to start and talk about how emotional abuse can affect women at alarming rates. So the definition of emotional abuse is a way to control another person by using emotions to criticize, embarrass, shame, or blame. 
And I think when it's come to some of the elements regarding his wife, right, I think we, we kind of have identified some elements of her story, right? She hasn't been very public in general, is that when you watch the interview with uh, Derek and his wife, right, um, it almost seems as if there might be some coercion, right, um, allegedly, um, right? Uh, not sure if she was really meaning some of the things that she was saying or saying them authentically. And so sometimes what can happen is that when we've been beat down and beat down and criticized and blamed, right, not necessarily overtly, but covertly blamed for things, right, um, we can really um, start to uh, take in those things and start to look at ourselves and think that there might be something wrong with ourselves. Mm -hmm. um, additionally, just super quick, according to the Na U.S. National Library of Medicine, um, National Institutes of Health, psychological aggression by an intimate partner was reported by 48.4% of women. So um, as far as like strong arming someone um, mentally, right, that can really break a person down. And mm -hmm. so um, I think with regard to just focusing on the aspect of his wife, right, um, she might, again, be beat down emotionally to the point where um, she's just saying whatever she needs to say um, in order to stay in an emotionally safe space. Not entirely sure, just my perspective. And so if people are just now joining us, we're talking about the whole Derek Jackson debacle, the video with his wife. He also did a reaction video to the video of he and his wife. They mm -hmm. also went on Instagram Live after they released the video to talk to people in the comments. She has since posted several times to her personal social media account to try and continue to explain why she's standing by her man. But if you did not see the video, here is a clip of the video for you to see. But the truth is, and I'm saying it here now, is that Derek Jackson was involved with other women outside the marriage. And by involved, I want to be clear, I'm not talking about just casually kicking it, maybe a lunch or something like that. I'm talking about as serious as sex um, to sexual flirtation and, and meeting up and that kind of thing. And some things that otherwise may be considered okay by some in terms of like just chatting or, or checking on people or being checked on by people that I've had a previous encounter with. Um, but without my wife's knowledge of it and with us having a sexual history. Um, that's what I got to say to that. Um, <laughs> <you> the <laughs> I'm going to let you take it away. What I noticed, and I'm not a professional therapist by any uh, stretch of the imagination, but him speaking about himself in the third person, him holding contact mm. with his wife during that time, which is to, to keep her physically um, present in the moment. Um, and also to, you know, like you could see, you can see when it's like when your mama was tugging you in church being like, don't you cut up, don't you act up. And it's like, okay, I need to remember what I'm supposed to be doing right now, which is not showing my ass. Um, okay. and so I think that that's also some physical, um, connection that he's like, you know, making her fall in line. Um, and I think that also a biggest, a big thing, and I'm not saying this after just watching that clip, but I also did a little dive on her social media. They are both very religious, right? She more so than him. Yeah. Uh, clearly. So, you know, this is a woman who appears to be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and comes from the classic church of, you know, our ancestors where it's like, stand by your man, no matter if he's a dog. And in honor of us talking about dogs, I actually wore a Snoopy t-shirt. So that's my um, honor to the dog. Oh, but there's a lot in that video. Can you just give us some signs, some things that leaped out at you when you watched it? Absolutely. I think in regards to the video, one of the things that 
stood out to me um, automatically and it kind of um, caused the hairs on my arm to like stand up, right? I kind of got goosebumps was what she said was when he started talking in the third person. Um, immediately as a mental health professional, what that said to me is that he's, he's removed himself from first person responsibility. Notice I didn't say first person blame. I said first person responsibility. If you remove yourself from being responsible for something, why does it matter to you? Why should it care to you? And that is what is alarming and scary. Because if you're in a relationship, um, how, if you're in a monogamous relationship, let, let me specify that, how are you uh, successfully moving forward in that relationship if you're not taking up responsibility? some aspect of it my perspective and and because he uh, you know i i know it must it must grind your gears when you see see something as clear as that as a professional you're like how is everybody else mm -hmm. not doing this um now she's getting blame and this brings us to the second point um which we discussed is that blame affects a woman's self-esteem and we can see it because of how she was dressed and i'm telling y'all that the way that she was dressed it wasn't a, it what people like you think she just dressed like that for the video it wasn't a setup for the video she has been living like this in her day-to-day -day life because she's internalized certain things about his success and his fame. And you add to that the responsibility of being a subservient wife. I grew up in a Pentecostal church. My mother didn't wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to wear pants until I got to a certain age. Like there's certain aspects of religion that also contributes to her, um, her appearance. But also at the end of the day, what that does is diminish her, her light, her shine to help prop up this man. Because now when you look at the video, like Shanae says, it's like, oh, she looks crazy. Of course he cheated on her. She looks like she doesn't have clothes. Mm. There's a lot. So mm. how can we, how can we make sure that women don't internalize their partner's badass actions? Ooh. Badass actions. I think one of the ways to kind of combat internalizing those actions is to recognize who you are individually as a person. Um, in my opinion, uh, I think that it is possible to be an individual even within a union, right? And to recognize that, you know, you are a person. So as far as recognizing that you are as a that, that you are a person recognizing who you are, what your characteristics are, how you react to things, paying attention to your intuition, paying attention to your gut, right? Sometimes people can project onto us. Sometimes people can gaslight us. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people can broadcast our way. And there might be things going on with them that have nothing to do with us. So part of it is really knowing who you are right? And standing for what it is that you stand on as far as your personal beliefs, even within a partnership. And then the next step would be to communicate that in, a, in an effective way. Yeah. And so what, what would you say to a person, and I don't want to just make it a gendered issue, but what would you say to a person who may see all of this um, evidence with the Jackson family and may start to notice, hey, I might be in a relationship that doesn't service me. I may be with somebody who's a narcissist or someone who is trying to tear down my self-esteem. What would you say to that person who's starting to maybe see 
and really see the red flags? I think that Google is your friend. I really do. I think that it doesn't hurt to simply go and do a search to see what are traits of narcissism? What are narcissistic personality disorder traits? What are narcissistic personality traits, right? However uh, you want to word it, you know, word it in that way, right? Um, just type in what it is that you experience. Um, uh, my intuition feels off when I'm around my partner, right? Simply typing that in because you never know when you type it in what other people may have been experiencing that very same thing. And it might confirm what it is that they're experiencing. So that's something I would recommend. Wow. And something else that we discuss is that jealousy disguised as care is a red flag. Can you please yes. break that down? So jealousy stems from insecurity and fear. And what can happen as, at times is that um, if you're aligned with someone who might have a spirit of jealousy or might have jealous traits, so to speak, they can leech onto you and they can take your emotional health. So specifically with jealousy as it's disguised as care is that, you know, someone's insecurity might be, let's say, for example, um, abandonment. I don't want to feel abandoned. So the way that they may come across in relationship may be wanting to spend not just regular time with you, but wanting to spend time with you all the time to the point where they're isolating you from other people, places, and things that have already been a part of your life. So right? That jealousy and that desire to be with you, if that, if, if that makes sense, um, can really manifest itself in an unhealthy way. So it's just important to recognize if someone is showing care for you, um, to really recognize, okay, how healthy is it, right? Am I still being able to do the things that I normally do in my everyday life? Or have I stopped doing some things that I used to do? And really kind of self-checking for self, for, per se. Mm. And so what would you say in your own per personal practice, how many women or people come in with relationships that you're like, you may want to bow out of this one? Like, so, you know, I would say a decent chunk, not as many probably as one would think. Um, but the way that I kind of tackle it in session with them is helping them recognize who it is that they are as a person, what strengths that they bring to, a to the table. I work with a lot of black women. Um, what strengths do they bring to the table? And is the person that they're in connection with or in relation to, you know, is that person bringing them what it is that they desire, what it is that they need? Because if that person is not bringing you what you desire and what you need, you know, maybe there needs to be a conversation and then you kind of go from there. Mm. Well, therapist, my Lord, I just like to say in your left. <laughs> Uh, Demina, my lord, thank you so much for being here. I'm going to be joined by two of my girlfriends. Would you stick around in case we need your expertise? Because I know Yamanika and Zainab. <laughs> I, know, I see Yamanika be like, I need you on my show tomorrow. Yamanika has a show tomorrow. But <laughs> a live with Yamanika and friends, and I know she's going to be like, I want you to come on my show. So I'm going to, um, uh, I'm going to have you sit by for a minute, and I'm going to bring on yep. my homegirls so we can um, go deeper in this conversation. Thank you so much. Yes. Plenty of questions of uh, folks who are tuning in. If you would like to uh, see more about uh, Demona's work, you can visit her website. This is the link right here. Um, and she has a practice and, you know, she's taking clients and all that stuff. So she is available to help heal you from your trauma. Okay. And your anxiety. <laughs> so we'll be right back with you in a minute. Okay.
folks, I see y'all in the chat. I see y'all chatting up. I, I appreciate all of y'all here. Um, and now it's time for me to bring my sisters on the stage because we have been talking about this in our own group chat. Uh, we are bamboozled, hoodwinked, led astray, uh, confused, and, and got plenty of jokes about this all as well. But I wanted to get the serious stuff out of the way because I don't want to focus on the wife. I don't want to focus on her plight, her issues, her bonnet. I want to talk about how men like Derek Jackson impact women like us, even if we don't date men like them. See, that's that's the real reason why I get upset is because it is a trickle down effect. So here to help uh, bring someone to this conversation is none other than my dear friend, Yamanika Saunders and Zainab Johnson. Hey, hey. First of all, I need, what's her name? Dimina. I, I, listen, I need her on the show, obviously. <laughs> and you ladies need to be there, but I need to have a special show for that. I need to know what her office hours because you know the type of trash ass, toxic ass men I deal with, girl. I'm two seconds from wearing a damn bonnet and fatigues next to some nigga also <laughs> talking about. I knew he was cheating for years, but God didn't work it through him. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Yamanika, thank you for being here. Is that a Yamanika hat? Yamanika, why did you get a red hat? Like, it's pink. It's hot pink. It's hot pink. I ordered this from Amazon, so I don't have the merch, but I will be getting it. I will, I, you know what? I'm going to do a special one for Zaynab so that she can tuck her fro out and it can go out, you know. <laughs> and, and one for you too, Chloe. This will be available. If enough niggas ask me for it, I will go and start making these. Okay, I just don't want it to be red because, you know, red hats are triggering, bitch. Red hats are well, triggering. This is hot. Does it look red as hot pink? Yes, it looks hella so red. This shit off it. I ain't a shit. Let me put, I got another hat for y'all. Um, instead of this hat, I got another hat I, for y'all. I like how Yom was out the frame, but her ass was still in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ass. I can't wait for y'all to be my bridemaids. <laughs> So, so you getting so this is a, this is a good episode for you. This is getting you prepared for your true husband, so you can look for all of the narcissistic traits. Uh, Zainab, thank you for joining us as well. The the lovely and incomparable Zainab Johnson, um, all the way from uh, work. Yeah, from work. <laughs> I love that we all got on like a colored lip, like a in the red family. I love it. That means that we already in sync. We are, yeah. we are ready to talk about this conversation. Okay, so where were y'all at when you realized that this Negro was out here cutting up? Zay? Y'all know that I don't be knowing none of nothing about this. I had to hit up the group chat like, what? who is this person and what is happening? And then Chloe broke, broke it down and Yamanika shook her head. I felt the shake in Yamanika's head because she was like, I can't even really break it down in a group chat. If you're not willing to give me a face-to-face, -face, we can't talk about it. <laughs> yes. Yes. It. You know, I found out um, one haphazard nigga threw up, um, and we will be talking about this tomorrow as well. And I might see if I can, I might sneak and see if I can bring you ladies on tomorrow to talk about it and, and, and do a rant or rave. Cause I would, I would love each of your opinions, but I saw a haphazard nigga post like, Oh, I knew this nigga. Cause it was too many niggas waiting for his downfall. So, um, and there's normally memes about him, but I saw this one and it said something about cheating. And I was like, Oh, this couldn't possibly be him. He couldn't, he wouldn't have cheated. They must be trying to play some games. And then when I found out it was real because he did a video. <laughs> he did a, he did a what, you know? A video. 
A what? Avidia. Avidia. Okay. <laughs> well, pronounce that properly for the foolishness that him and his damn held hostage wife did. She looked like one of them tigers that was about to get euthanized and Tiger King. Listen. I just want everybody to understand that in this man's bio on his Instagram, he is, he calls himself Mr. Healing and Healthy Relationships. Bitch, I'll do you one better. I was on Amazon today. Zaynab, I would love for Zaynab to actually read. Zaynab, go to Amazon if you can. Type in his book, type his name in and find his book. I would love for you to read the description that is written about the nigga on um. You know how they used to close what his up. name? What's his name? Derek D R R I C K, and then type in J as in Jack A as I mean, an apple. I've, I've had his name up on the bottom of the screen for the whole show. <laughs> well, listen, well, well, here's the first thing we have to do as women whenever you encounter a man that changes his last name to uh, you know, to a mnemonic device instead of just spelling out J A C K S O N, you're supposed to run for the hills, then you're supposed to run for your life then. So that's the first thing. But what, what book am I looking for? He got two books, girl. Just pick one of them. I and see Heal Together and Don't Forget Your Crown. Okay. Read Don't Forget Your Crown. Go to the door and read the, intro, the, the thing he wrote about the, the synopsis. Okay. And Don't Forget Your Crown has like 3,500 reviews. and it, it has stellar reviews. Heal Together Without Hurting Each Other has two stars and only 21 reviews. Just FYI. <laughs> On Amazon. Um, Dating frustrates you, relationships have failed you, happily ever after eludes you, and having to start all over again scares you, but why? Is this what you want me to read, Yamanika? Yes. Because your entire life, you were taught to love everyone else, even your enemies, but you were never taught to truly love yourself. Don't forget your crown puts the power in your hands to change that by bringing every aspect of relationships back to what the foundation should have been from the beginning, self-love. This is not a bunch of so-called secrets to a man's heart or a guide to becoming a chick magnet for men. This is a sift through society's unrealistic expectations, well-intended but understandably biased advice from your friends, pressure from your family, guilt from your imperfections, and pain from those who've hurt you so you can finally retrieve your crown and place it back where it belongs, on you, and in plain sight for the one meant for you so you can finally stop this recycle of hard-learned lessons and get on with the building of your empire with the love of your life. Ladies and gentlemen, in paperback for $11.19 and on Kindle for $9.99. And, and Zay, they got it on sale on his Instagram for $4.97 if you go to <laughs> I'm not even lying, it's 50% off. Not even, I, wish I, was, I wish I was a joke, that's the best joke I ever he needs to hire you because when I tell you the acrobatics that Zaynab had to go through to make that jumble <laughs> sound like, and you know when you just a small person anyway, and you be reading some shit from some haphazard person, and then you your mind doesn't know how to be stupid, so it just auto corrects. You just did a whole family <laughs> commercial just now because none of that shit you said was in there as smoothly as you said the shit. <laughs> First of all, how does a person <clears throat> that you need to uh, use and focus on self-love mm. on his wife and then have her sit there? Where's her self-love? Well, I mean, Chloe, he's a narcissist. I don't even know anything about him, but I know the moment you look like you're any man, <clears throat> any man <laughs> that will make a public statement that will address the public 
and have on a sweater that looked like it was tailored for him and then have his equal counterpart sitting there with a bonnet on. Mm -hmm. With like a bonnet. Army. Yeah, with a bonnet like she from Little House on the Prairie went to Atlanta. A bonnet? Mm -hmm. Any man that would do that and then at the very beginning of what you played, He's like, he immediately talks about himself in the first person. I mean, in the third person. So, mm -hmm. I mean, of course, he's not practicing what he preaches because he's very much disconnected from what he preaches. He's talking about every other man excluding him. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you something. <laughs> We're going to count how many times y'all can say, let me tell you something. <laughs> well, I just want to read. I just want to read this. I'm going to read this quick thing while. Uh, so this is um, Candice Benbow. She is a, the, a theology, the, theologian, the, okay. theologian mm -hmm. and an author, soon to be author. She has an incredible Twitter feed and Instagram account. And she posted this. I watched Denea Jackson's video. That is Derek's wife. She, mm -hmm. said everything she, she said everything she heard and was taught to believe in church. She said everything church-wise believe will save their marriages, bring their husbands back into right relationship with God and make them be faithful again. Now, Yamanika, I, I need you to speak on this because you grew up in the church. In the church, yeah. And can you speak to what Candace Benbow said about the role of the black woman in the black church in serving up? Uh, are you licking your fingers because you're about to dive in? I'm about to dive in. Dive in. Uh, I'm about to dive in. Let me tell you something, and this is what happens when it comes to the church. Hold on, give me, hold on one second. Don't, don't take the thing off yet. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. <laughs> let me tell you something what you got to do. Oh, no, okay. I got to turn my volume down. And she got a tambourine. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Okay. Mighty God. We can hear you say that. We serve a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. Yes, what a mighty God we serve. The angels bow before him, heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. And I'm going to tell you ladies right now, y'all better serve God. And stop serving these raggedy ass men who are interpreting the Bible for you in an incorrect, ill-informed way. Because I have also grown up with this idea that women need to be long suffering. No matter what the man does to you to affect you emotionally, you must be long suffering because the success of your marriage depends on how much shit you want to take from this nigga fucking up over and over and over and over again. And if you don't take enough of the shit, he gonna blame you for not being strong enough. And all the other women gonna blame you for not being woman enough. So you're gonna get it from both ends. And that shit, is toxic across the board. These men use this Bible constantly to keep women in their places, but that same Bible, they never pick it up and they never read it for themselves. Y'all turning Christ into a cult and he ain't no cult. And I'll say this, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My grandmother who was always respectful and loving, especially to my grandfather, always believed that the husband should be the head of the household. One day my grandfather said some shit that didn't sound right while we was riding up I-95 in his Cadillac with the hot seats. 
And my grandfather turned to my grandmother after my grandmother protested, which she very seldom did. And she said, I'm not doing that, Ned. And he said, you won't do it. I'm saying we're doing it. She said, I'm, I'm not doing it. And I was shocked. Even my aunt, you know, my aunt Jackie, she got special needs. She's got hearing aids and stuff. She barely can hear, but she said, that day she heard perfectly. <laughs> My grandmother never raised her voice like that to my grandfather. Only a couple times. One time she broke a chair over his neck, but that's a whole different story. And the cops showed up, but that's a different thing. And she said, I'm not doing it. And, and, and my grandfather said, well, you know, God made the man the head of the household. He wasn't normally like that, but they was in some heated argument. It was a heated exchange. It was, I forget what it was about, but it was serious. And my grandmother said, it may be true that God said that the man should be the head of the household. But God also said that the man is supposed to be there to make sure that he is protecting and loving and serving his wife as much as she wants to love and protect and serve him. And that when I took my vows before God and before you, that I told the Lord, I would let you be the leader of this household. But I know one thing for sure. God never told me to follow no fucking food. Amen. And that's what a lot of women need to really understand. You can give a man respect. You can let him be the decider or whatever you want to be. But at the end of the day, when you see that nigga don't have his mind right and he rolling you off of a cliff, you need to get the fuck out the car and tell that nigga you about to hitchhike. Ooh, that was a word. Zaina? Um, I know nothing about the church, really. <laughs> so I'm going to <laughs> defer to Yamanika. Uh, and you, Chloe, on this one, but um, I, you know, as I said in the group, I just can't get past perspective from because what about the in the in the mossing and stuff like that? Didn't it didn't that have um certain layers to it, like like Christianity? Well, sure, but you know. I can't. I, I mean, I don't really know nobody that's going to have no man, regardless of his religion or his teachings or whatever, that's going to have his wife out there in a the bonnet during a press conference. I just don't know those people. That's all I'm saying. But this is a, this is. I'm going to pose a question that did come across my mind when I first became aware of this story. That it's going to be controversial. Um, and so, before y'all go in on me on the comments. Just let's just discuss this, right? Like, because we can say all the, everybody knows he's a narcissist. Everybody knows that you know the roosters, the 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 chickens coming home to roost, right? Like all of this stuff. Yes, is that prior in the background? Oh yeah, he, he, also, <laughs> he creeped back there. <laughs> he said, "Who's saying what about what?" Um, so it's like we all of these things are like very obvious. Everybody's saying pray for this the, for this woman. But to be very honest with y'all, whenever scandal hits social media, I always be wondering about the source, you know, like, mm -hmm. yeah, he's full of shit. He ain't shit. And we can drag him and drag him some more. But what is the. What is the goal or the intention of the mistress whose mm -hmm. purpose is to out? Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, I'm not trying to place fault on the woman or women that he was cheating with at all. I just wonder, like, 
you know, are you an informant? Like, was that the whole point? Like, were you like, oh no, y'all, we know this nigga's a fraud. And so we gonna send our best side chick in to, you know what I'm saying, blow the whole shit up. Or, you know what I'm saying, I just wonder like, you know, am I am I posing like a crazy question? I just be wondering like, who 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 falls for a guy? No, like you clearly know that he is married too. I think that we like yes, people who take on that union and promise under God that uh, they're going to abide by certain vows to one another. We hold that very sacred, and we're very judgmental when people break those vows. But who we're not judgmental about are ourselves, the public. Who decide to like, well, fuck it. I know they took vows too, but I don't give a fuck. I'm a fuck with those vows. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I just think that, I, I, you know, I, I, the only time I'm ever not looking at the mistress sideways or the mistress sideways mm -hmm. is when they were completely, when they had no idea that that person was married or in a relationship. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? But well, if they are, I don't find them innocent at all. Well, so this is the thing about narcissistic behavior, right? And mm -hmm. and really, um, Demina will join us to, to weigh in on this point, which is he lied. He said that he was separated from his wife. Mm -hmm. she, the mistress or one of the mistresses that went public on the show Unwind by Tasha Kay, I'm always giving credit to people who break the story. She, um, she said that I went to his house on, um, I was with him on his birthday weekend. His wife and kids were not there because he told me that they were separated. Now it turns out they were on vacation. So if you're meeting someone, right, and I don't you believe that whole Chloe. Well, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a. Uh, if you don't mind, Chloe, I just want to say this <clears throat> because I'm totally with you. I've talked about this, and everybody can. I ain't trying to say he ain't wrong. Sorry, Yamanika, but I don't believe the whole either. I've addressed this. If you want to go see my lives on the topic, you can go on IG. I've talked about it. Maybe Chloe and I will talk about it again either tonight or tomorrow night. And Zaynab can join us because you now, you know, on Instagram live. You know, I'm just I'm booking stuff. But the <laughs> one of the women, um, one of the women's, they have a screen grab, and I because I, I also agree, thirsty choose me ass bitches that's trying to lock down a man. I've said this on my page. I said a lot of times women be going after men, not even for the man, but just so they can get some shit over on a woman. I totally agree with that. And I also don't believe, believe all women all the time because women can also lie. But at the same time, what I will tell you is there is a screenshot of a woman having a conversation and engaged with him. And there is like, how, how does he, you know, she has him in the phone and making the comments about the story. Like, how does he, he would have to vehemently come out and say, that's not me. That's not my number. That's not my exchange. And this woman was with child with him. And what she also said in the interview was that every time he was doing these videos and you would see outside the back of his car, that was her balcony. He wasn't even at his, he wasn't even doing faithful videos about being a faithful man and about women looking for men who are upstanding. In regard, he was on his way to do some fuck nigga shit as he was telling women not to look for fuck nigga shit. So, all right. So, all right, so yeah. I just want to take a pause here because uh, Demina is back with us and she she wants to weigh in. And so, what Hi, Demina. Hi. Calendar looking like because I need a session now. Do you deal with trauma bond and um, <laughs> abuse recovery? I'm dead. 
I'm asking. She's very serious. Yeah, I'm serious. All right. um, Have your people call my people and we'll. Well, call. The help call ain't good enough? No, we'll we'll, (laughs) connect y'all. I'll connect y'all. So you just heard us on this whole little tirade about the woman's role in this as well. And so can we speak to that? Because Not the woman's role, because this is not really about this specific woman, but the other person, the side piece. So it could be a man or woman. I don't want to make this a gender thing, but definitely the other person, the side piece. The person who goes public about a person who is clearly in a relationship. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, um, Zainab, when, when you brought that topic up, I was like, oh, okay, because I had thought the same exact thing. So um, I think the, the the Tasha K video you were talking about, Chloe, is the one that I actually watched the other day. And so when Tasha K was interviewing the side chick, right, the side chick is saying, yeah, this is how we met. I, I DM'd him first. He talked about us meeting. We met. There was an instant chemistry. This is when we first had sex. This is where we had sex. This is who was around. But another super interesting detail that she shared was she had said that she had shared with at least two different friends that she was engaging with this man. Okay. Like she was having sex with this man. She was communicating with this man and that the friends were telling her, you need to not do this. This is not something that's good, whatever. Right. And I don't know if she shared, I don't, I don't, I don't know if she shared with the friends that he was married, but all I know is I, I immediately thought, okay, well, you're on this very popular YouTube channel, giving very specific details about your sex life, giving very specific details about when you met this man, when you found out he was married. So essentially, right, like putting yourself on like putting yourself out for display i should Mm -hmm. say and not not in a disrespectful way but like right she's literally putting her own self out giving up the details and it's so interesting because i thought well something i always ask my clients when they talk about a behavior or something that they're doing that they are like oh i don't want to do this anymore i can't i I don't want to do this i always ask them how does blank serve you I have never had a client not answer that question. They always have an answer for that question because the reality is that in some way, shape or form, if somebody is sharing that information to that public of a degree, it is serving them in some way. There is something that they get from it. So Mm -hmm. I wonder if for this particular woman in the Tasha K video, right, this, this side woman, if you will, you know, for her, if it was like, they're seeing me. I'm being seen. People know, you know, my name, which if that's you, that's you. But at the same time, it's like, I don't really know how good of a look that is overall. Like that's you. That's, mm-hmm. that's what you want. That's mm-hmm. what you want for yourself. You don't want more. That's all she got. And I realized that just in that little bit of a conversation that, you know, number one, I, you might be too good for, for me. And um, number two, that is so right. Like, what? When? At, when? At what point would you not, like? Even if you were trying to play the victim, at what point do you not know you are showing the world that you are a victim of something? Is getting you some type of access to something? Now, do you think somebody said here she might be a narcissist? Because sometimes these narcissists, because they 
um, grandiose disposition and also their lack of cognitive dissonance, they can sometimes get scammed as well. <clears throat> Do you think he might have gotten scammed by a narcissist? Are you asking to me? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm asking the person with the credential. Y'all, did y'all go somewhere and get credentialing and some type of divide? First of all, first of all, don't act like you ain't called me with a question or two that I gave you an answer. And you said, you know what, Z, I'm gonna send you a cash app for that for that gem. So let's not act like I ain't never dropped a line or two. Go ahead, Demina. <laughs> Ooh, I better go. Okay. Um, uh, do I think that he was bamboozled by a narcissist? Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I think that probably somewhere in a, at a very young age, he recognized that he kind of needed to kind of get what it is that he needed, right? He needed to, to bamboozle people. So I think probably where it originated was that as he was young and growing up, there were certain things emotionally that he needed that he likely didn't get. And it turned into an ugly thing, right? It turned into these ugly narcissistic personality traits. And I think that's why we have what we have, right? Like sometimes when those factors come together in a certain way, it can kind of be um, a perfect storm, meaning he was just attractive enough, mm -hmm. just enough of a nice voice. He knew just enough of what to say. You know, he had a faithful woman by his side and he had just enough uh, things to know how to say and what to do to talk to women to get some of the things that he needed to thrive as a person. Mm. You know, I just want to also be honest. I'm, I'm, a, I'm going to say all the things that I should not say tonight on this. I have to admit that when I see people like him, because what happens on social media, right, is a lot of times people aren't living their truth. But what happens is one random thing that they get the idea to do takes off. And when anything services you, as you said, you try to make it continually serve you. That's something that I understand. It's like if I go to one job and it only pays me a little when I go to another job and it pays me a lot, I'm going to try my best to keep going to that job that pays me a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. But I get so disappointed in black women specifically as a whole, because and I get that we are starving, we're abused, we looking for valid, all of that stuff. But we are the supporters of these people with these platforms. His yeah, yeah. biggest group are mm -hmm. us. You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of the people that I see online, Yamanika, I see you talk about the man who told the girl that she she a six at yeah. best or something like his biggest support group are black mm -hmm. women. All the bullshit that I see online and I'm like, how is this? And then I look at who the supporters are. They are us. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with us? Why are we buying these lies? It's the idea of the thirsty choose me bitch that, excuse me, um, Dr. Demina, I apologize. I know you got a professional status, but I do not. Um, so I don't want to take down your pedigree because you are up here. But I have labeled these women thirsty choose me bitches. And what I mean is this. Whenever there's a topic surrounding uh, black women, whether it's dark skinned black women on the Internet saying, listen, I have been disenfranchised and marginalized by the fact that <clears throat> black men, uh, by and large, pursue women of lighter complexions. And the first thing we get reduced to is being 
uh, jealous or bitter, right? Or when we talk about the disproportionate number of black men with there already being a lack of black family uh, uh, promotion as it is, who will go out and seek white women instead of black women, we get told that we are bitter and angry and all these other things. And so because we get, to, we, whenever we express the things that concern us, we instantly become the problem when we express it. A lot of women have decided now, which I call the thirsty choose me bitches, is if I can some way separate myself from this narrative that I'm angry and, and upset by this thing that is happening to keep me disenfranchised or hurt or broken or vulnerable, then maybe the men will now see me as an ally and that they'll choose me if there's no other option left. And that's really what's happening is women are just trying to get chose and they we are abandoning our sisterhood because once people start pushing 40, once people start pushing 50, and that's really where his market is, it ain't these, it ain't really these young popping hot girls that's out here getting a hot girl summer and still got a lot of pussy power left. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. No, I was just gonna add to that and say that he has perfected the art of sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. He's selling a dream. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one that seems realistic because he doesn't look like he is unattainable probably to most black women or to a good chunk of black women, right? Mm -hmm. And who doesn't want to hear a sweet lullaby when some dude has broken their heart or cheated on them or you done been digmatized and the dude mess you up emotionally? You ain't, ain't no nigga more accessible than a nigga sitting in a Honda Accord every move, uh, uh, video he do. Shit. With, with a child seat in the back. So you know he, he know how to take care of somebody. <laughs> okay, for your future children, right? You're thinking about all these things that you want. And it's like, oh my gosh, this man is like telling me that if there's a possibility that I could find my black king, right? Like he has perfected mm -hmm. sales and marketing mm -hmm. to black women. We are his target market. And because we have become his target market, right? Or we had become his target market, Right, he's out here. He's feeling good about himself. Chest mm -hmm. puffed up, women in his DMs asking him for help. So he meets them in person anyway, because he because they reduce. See, because I want to ask you this, uh, Doctor McMina. Let me ask you this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, I'm starting to get really grilled up, and it's really getting on my nerves. Do you think that his advice? Because I've said this also. I said, listen, a lot of. A lot of uh, haphazard niggas was out here waiting for him to get grilled up on the barbecue because they was tired of hearing him giving women basic advice that they mama should have been giving them. Hello, okay? But at the end of the day, just because this nigga wound up being a farce, which we all kind of knew underneath that he was, does it stop the, 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 the need to have this information given to women if this information was by and large helping women, even though we know he can't attain the dream that he keeps selling these women. Do we need the dream though? I, I that's my question is why do we need the dream? Why can't we just talk in reality? To me, the re, the realistic conversation is men need to do their own healing. 
black men, especially because we're all talk, we're talking about black men and women, black men especially need to understand the need, they need to stop aspiring for the patriarchal dream, which is having women submit to them because black women are not built like that. The dynamic of black women and black men and women going back to enslavement is not the same dynamic of a white woman and a white man going back to the, you know, coming across here on a Mayflower. So you want us to, to take on a role that is, um, is the opposite of what our role is, right? Black women are strong because we've had to be. So now all of a sudden, because we've had to be strong because they didn't want the black family to be strong because black people were not allowed to be married or own property or whatever the fuck it was because of white supremacy and shit that we still see because of the prison industrial complex, because that black women get paid less than white women and black men and white men, because we're dealing with all these obstacles and we have to fight every single day then you want to turn around and come home and have us kiss your feet? It's like, meet me where I am. How come we can't be partners? Why do you need me to submit to you? Why do you need me to run your bath water and pop your back pimples? Like, can we're we not gonna do it, Chloe? Because I'm gonna tell you something right now. The reason why they're not, some of them are not gonna do it because they've been broken. And when I think about the narcissistic relationships I've been in, and I've done a lot of research on NPD and knowing that it's more frustrating for me sometimes because you can't, you know, they have to be diagnosed by a psychiatrist. So you, a lot of people are at a disadvantage because they have a, a feeling somebody in their life is narcissistic, but you really can never know. And they're more than likely not going to go to therapy and seek out the answer is that when um, Dr. Demina puts it out like this, that this person found out at an early age that they needed to hustle to get where they needed to get because of the limitations they were going to encounter in their lives. Do we now, do we vilify him? And I and trust me, because I understand black women taking it hard. This is not to not put the, the love and care and nurturing that we need to put into his wife and the fortification that she needs because she is clearly broken. If his, if he is someone as most narcissists come to understand in their maturation that at some point there's going to be a personality split that they have to put a part of their personality in reserve that can't, that child that can't be wounded that they have to now protect and then they have to present a whole different mask. Do we blame him because he had to do that? Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't, I don't blame him because he had to do that. I'll get to you, Zainab. I don't blame him because he had to do that. But what I, what I blame him for now is having this moment, right? This is a watershed moment. This is a fork in the road where he can say, you know what? I fucked up and I'm going to do right. I'm going to, I'm going to take some time away from social media. My wife and I are going to go to counseling. We're going to do all the things that we need to do because I love and respect this woman. If you're going to come back and do a reaction video to your video about people making fun of her outfit, you need to come back and say, listen, I understand that I was the dog, but you need to leave my my wife out of this. I love yes. her. I respect that this is the mother of my children. Please, you know what? Her page is now private. Respect my family. Respect, you know, I fucked up. If you're mad at me, be mad at me. He could have done all those things, but he's not. And that is now where I can say, you ain't nothing but a damn fool and a waste of time because you had your moment and you, and maybe you, I mean, how much harder do you need to fall? I mean, you do you need zero followers before you like, oh, let me get my life. Oh, yeah, 1.3 million on Instagram is still running strong like Flint, Flintstone chewables. Has not yeah. moved. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say it doesn't. I, I completely agree with you, Chloe. 
that that would have been a better course of action for him, especially if he was at all seeking respect. But he's not seeking respect. He has come upon a livelihood via social via a, a social platform. And what we what we hate, what we have a hard time in every single one of these cases admitting is that there is no difference between positive and negative energy. It is all drive anything. The, the negativity drives stronger. I only know who this person is because something negative happens. That means enough energy circulated in the world to bring that story to me. I didn't know who he was before this, you know, but. He, we, that's why I'm saying, and I know how fun it is to drag him. And I know how much we love watching a fraud fall. But let me tell you, everyone is a fraud. The same thing happens to the preachers. The same thing, like every, like this, this exists in at the top of every mountain. The person that is on the top of that mountain preaching shit to us is not, uh, is not uh, living by what they're preaching. You know, but that's, this is that's an issue on who we of who we appointed. Listen, I had the gift of calling a God on my place on my life. I've talked about this on a live as well. And I was constantly being told that I was going to be a minister. I'm thankful to God that I realized what God was showing me was that I was going to be a comedian. That was my ministry. But I didn't know that at the time when I was like eight, nine people kept coming to my church and prophesying that I had the gift of calling a God. And I remember being a kid saying I did not want that because I didn't want to be responsible for somebody's downfall. You have to have in a leader that same thing where they talk from a place of not wanting to lord over you and have control and dominion for you to do stuff that they're not doing. Whenever I speak to people, I tell people first where I fall and how I fall and how consistently I fall. Mm -hmm. What we have to also understand is that there's trauma around with black people. Let's keep it real. Nobody knew who Kevin Samuels was or cared a rat's ass about him. That man could not get his social media off the ground until he started doing these videos where he was tearing down black women because that was not his initial come to mm -hmm. Jesus moment. That wasn't what he was doing. But what we love, especially as a black culture, is we love tearing each other down because we so used to still having the spirit of watching each other being sold on lynch platforms and, and being lynched and mobbed here and being separated from the family. So all we know how to do is engage in each other in trauma. And that trauma puts you in a place where you're not better than me. Derek Jackson, because he's a fool, didn't understand that he put himself in a high place where he could have been untouchable, where he could have been respected. But because he did not have discernment, he started mixing in with snakes that were willing and wanting to take him down. Doesn't mean that he's not blameless, but he also was running with people that took him down. And because they took him down, now everybody can relax and go, because I actually thought that there was a guy out here that doesn't cheat on his wife. and does Like, that's what they happy about, that they can go back to being raggedy niggas. That's why I tell women, regardless of what this nigga was doing or not doing, the message he was giving you was very clear. These are the least of the things you need to be expecting from men. And because he was telling you that, all these niggas wanted to see him fall because they got tired of having mm. to do it better. And so that, so that doesn't, that, so his downfall or his mishap or cheating on his wife and his platform, it really doesn't service anyone, right? It doesn't service anyone truly because it's, it's based in lies and it's unrealistic. 
And and Dr. Demena, yeah. I want you to speak to this. Do you believe that social media has created more narcissists or it just shows us narcissism on a wider platform? I think both. I think that um, the exposure, right, the, the potential for exposure and being able to find that specific target market is much easier because of the increase of social media, right? Like um, at this point, I don't have a TikTok, but I keep hearing people talk about, you know, how when you join TikTok, right, like sometimes people can uh, develop a following like very instantly, depending on what it is that they post and how they post it. And so all you need is a foot in the door, right? That's all you need, a foot in the door to get in where you fit in. Now, the part that's important are the people, right, is are, are the people who are following these people on social media. Like, are you recognizing, like, like, like who who's vetting these people? What are their, um, um, their uh, the, the, like, what are their references? Yeah, that's what Credentials. Yeah. Yeah, Where I are these people from? Nobody is asking. That's why Kevin said, I said, when Kevin Samuels had that video where he went hot off the disrespect, this nigga was sitting behind a desk at a car dealership with a Sears catalog in front of him where he was also selling caskets and Avon on the side. Nobody knows what this nigga do. Then they talking about your image consultant. And what I said is, which is very dangerous, which is why I'm so glad you are here, is people don't understand. At the end of the day, we do comedy, right? So what we do, you can take with a grain of salt. But never in a million years should we be taking this advice, telling people that this is what you need to be doing and this is, and then berating people live in front of a whole bunch of audience because people have mental disturbances sometimes, mental illness that gets aggravated and, and, and assaulted by that. You don't know what somebody's coping mechanism is. How do we know that woman he spoke to didn't try to go kill herself after that? Like you have to, when we talk about learning about health issues, mental issues, and how we need to be moving ourselves forward at a place of, be, of betterment, we have to deal with people who have taken the time to study the, the neuroscience to have to study emotional stability to understand all these things because it is just as important as going to a doctor doctor for your health to go to a trained professional who can deal with your emotions not some haphazard nigga that just decided because he need to pay rent this month and he can get a YouTube page for free that he gonna start telling you some shit about what you need to do and not to do to be a person and you don't know where the fuck this nigga came from. Yeah. Well, we could talk about this. Well, well I have one question. I know, I know that you know you want to move on. Um, <laughs> and I see you, Carla, but relax. Um, you know, it's Chloe across America, so she dictates what we do and don't do on the show. And you can listen or leave. You know, we appreciate you being here, but mm. um uh, I have a question. I have a question, uh, Demina. Should I be putting doctor before your name? I want to be respectful. I'm not a doctor. Okay. I'm okay. Okay. Um, I am a licensed mental health counselor, though. Uh, oh, that's what the LMHHC is. What? Okay. Thank you so There's much, Demina. That, right? There's something that precedes your your title. Yeah. Yeah. Licensed medical health. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 Right, I just like, wanted to. It's just yeah. not PhD, but it's MHC. I get. I get it. I get it. But I have yep. a question for you. Um, I have a question for everybody, but I'm uh, like Yamanika said. Let me let me go to the expert. Uh, <laughs> so I, I was I was whatever it was the true emotion, but I ain't having none at you. Um, 
So when we see, right, and this is uh, uh, today, Derek Jackson is, I was going to say Derek Samuel, uh, the, the two men are the examples that we're using, but we know that this happens often. We know that this is not uh, color specific, gender specific, right, in terms of like frauds, right? So I, if, if certain people can see somebody, um, somebody's fraudulence so clearly, what is it that makes other people very blind to it? So like for me, all I need to do is see 20 seconds of like a Kevin Samuels video and know that it's not for me, know that it's completely fraudulent, ask all the questions about credentials, come up with, you know what I'm saying? See the background, like I can assess the, I take the entire context and say, no. But I do see that women, even after him berating that women publicly, like goes viral, they still they still actually call in and seek his advice. So what is it that makes one person see something so obvious and then other people still be victim to the fraudulence? Well, I think what's important is that um, I don't think that those people would see themselves as victims at all. I think that we live in a world where everybody desires for something. Everybody needs for something. Everybody has a want for something, right? Maybe that want is just to get a piece of a man, okay? Mm. Just a piece of a man, right? Mm. Oh my gosh, let me just dial into his show and maybe I can talk to him. Oh my gosh, let me keep following him because he's such an attractive man and I know he did what he did, but I believe him. I believe him. I believe he wants to work things out with his wife, but he's really, really fine, right? Like people, one thing that, I, that I've that i realized with therapy is that I've talked to enough people in life already to know that people can have all different kinds of motives for why they do what they do. Some motives can be obvious, some some not so much. But the long and the short of it is that if he doesn't lose a lot of fans, don't be surprised because there is something that he is providing to all of those people that are following him. Mm-hmm. What those reasons are, you would literally have to ask each individual person okay. and you might get an answer, but you also might not because they might not even know. Sometimes mm-hmm. our desire to get a need met is so tucked into our subconscious that we may not even be tapped into ourselves in that way. That's why it's important to know yourself, Mm. to know the good, the bad, and the ugly of yourself so you don't get caught up in some mess following someone that has no credentials. What is that? Craziness. Listen, uh, I keep saying Dr. Zemina. Demina (laughs) Millard. So much. I, I apologize. I always like to put the title. You know, I like to give people their respect because you Me know you, you, you know. go to school for ten years. We want to call you what you uh because yes. we have some student loans. You know, we want to give you yeah. everything that you want to work for. Thank yeah. you so much. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, Demina. Uh, please uh, support uh, Demina Millford, Millord, and here I'm going to put up her website one more time. Please visit her website if you have any further questions about narcissism, anxiety. She is an amazing licensed medical, I mean, licensed mental counselor. So please check her out. Go to her website for mental health for everyone, mental health for everyone. Thank you so much, uh, Demina. Thank I you, ladies. And Yamani. <laughs> um, I'm calling right now. 
So um, just to wrap this up in a con- just to wrap up wrap up the the Derek Jackson conversation with comedy. Thank you to all the folks who are tuning in tonight. We have so many folks in the comments. Mm-hmm. Comments are going crazy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, supporting us. Also, please remember to follow the new channel. The new channel has a name. Follow the new channel. It is YouTube.com backslash Hey Chloe. That's it. Just Hey Chloe. Very I can't easy. stand you. Very easy. <laughs> how to change your url too because you still hitting people up please ladies and gentlemen follow me at yamanika.com backslash arrowhead up underscore 225 but yes please follow the new channel youtube.com backslash hey chloe i'm gonna be doing a lot of stuff not just this a lot of stuff on my new youtube channel so this is one of the many memes or reaction videos that i saw about the jackson uh confession Uh okay and i want us to watch it <laughs> was true. Yeah, I, I pretty much stepped out on my marriage, been out here knocking ankles loose, throttling anything that's moving, sucking toes, licking ass, swallowing t- it, it's, it's been crazy. I know. <laughs> you know what I love about that? Because in his actual video, he said, I've been doing this and let me be clear. We like mm-hmm. we don't we got imaginations. You are it's clear. You don't got and then after he said, let me be clear, he said nothing clear. He nothing. was like, you know, sexual relations without having sex. I'm like, you you made you made it less clear. You know, I, I it's just it's a lot. And and I know that he's gonna be around and I, I hope that we never have to talk about him again. But I wanted to have this conversation with y'all because I feel like as women we deal with the ramifications of this sort of behavior. And I'm sure we've all dated narcissists. In fact, I know we have. We've all dated narcissists. Um, we've all been in situations where you're dealing with somebody who makes you feel like you're crazy. We've all been in situations where someone tries to undermine your beauty, your intellect, because it makes them look better, makes them feel better, and you end up supporting them because either the dick is really good or your self-esteem is really low and you're on your period, you feel fat, and you in here, you know, making this nigga a king in a castle, and it's your fucking castle. So, Chloe, I'm the narcissist in a relationship. I be like, Zainab's not back yet. When she gets back, she'll... <laughs> I'm kidding. I think people need to also be very aware that it, this is a real thing that is affecting people in such a way. I know one of the one of the things I would never wish on anyone, which is why I feel for his wife. And it's not just men; it's uh, not just women; it's also men. One of the worst things I think that could ever happen to a person in life, the thing that that almost destroy you, your spirit, your psyche, your mind. Is is falling in love with a person that suffers from NPD, which is we have to understand the difference between being a narcissist and narcissism, because we all have some forms of narcissism. But someone who suffers from a cluster B personality disorder, which is listed in the books under a mental disorder, it is if it's also um attached with psychopathy, you are dealing with a demon like you have never experienced in your life. And it can be such a toxic drain on you, so much so that people are in recovery. It takes people years sometimes to recover from relationships because there is a whole form of, um, you know, sort of the love bombing. And then it's the you know, future faking, though that process is to engage you. It's like getting on a roller coaster ride and going up and the anticipation of that ride that's so fun that you can't wait to take. And then everything after that, the dip down is the things that um hurt you and traumatize you. 
when we're talking about people that, um, you know, and I and, and I know P, NPD is very common. I think it's more common than we understand. But, you know, it's very hard to diagnose NPD because you have to go mm. in diagnosed by a psychiatrist and oftentimes because that personality is a personality that believes in grandiosity that doesn't have cognitive dissonance that uh does a lot of future faking has is also hiding parts of their true selves and stands behind the mask that once you engage in that mask which i don't blame people for because that mask is very easy to fall in love with once you get on the wrong side of history with them, especially when it comes time for them to protect their own image, they will not care about you at all to do that. And that's where this woman is. She has two children with the man that she can't just easily get away from because there are kids involved. This man is more concerned about his career and, and keeping his money and his image than he is, like Chloe said, in protecting his wife. Yeah. But at the end of the day, she's not even asking. Don't try to wrap me up, Chloe. I was wrapping myself up. At the end of the day, yeah, I got a little bit of Zaynab in me too. Hey, Chloe. At the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day. in here being like, are we talking about him? Go ahead, go ahead. Them crickets, go ahead. We have some more. We have some other stories. We got a total uh, palate cleanser. So in conclusion, um, <laughs> that is all we got to say about the Jackson family. Um, and I can't have two comedians on the show with me and not do some other stories because there's other some, there's other some crazy shit that happened this week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got three stories. And I want y'all to stick around because they're going to be fun. So if we brought you down, if this conversation triggered you at all, if you sit here trying to figure out how much money you got to put towards a therapist, I, calm down, okay? Uh, this next story, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 if I didn't see photos of it, I would not have believed that was true. A woman in Florida has spent three weeks walking around the sewer. <laughs> we don't have a picture, but if you see this, you know who she is. <laughs> Um, her name, I'm her name. Uh, I'm not going to say her name, but on March, on March 3rd, <laughs> on March 3rd, she went for a swim in a canal near her boyfriend's house. She told them that while she was swimming, she came across a doorway near a shallow part of the canal. And she was curious. She entered the doorway and noticed a tunnel. She said that she was curious where the tunnel led and continued to follow it. She told police the tunnel led to another tunnel and so on and so on <laughs> until she realized she was lost. Three weeks later, she started calling for help and someone heard her. And what they was she eating? Sewer rats? How would she survive for three weeks? First of all, where's her boyfriend at that he didn't say, can you find my bitch? Three weeks? He probably put the tunnel in because he knew the bitch was curious. <laughs> Three weeks. <laughs> Y'all, Zaynab, I already know if you got stuck in a canal for, for two days, bitch, you killing yourself. You, you can't, you ain't even gonna try and find a way out. Well, I ain't even gonna get stuck in a canal because you don't go swimming in a canal. A canal is a fake body of water to help water vehicles transport. That's it. Don't nobody ever in life say, you see that canal? I'm about to go take a swim. 
So that's how I know this whole story is a lie. Now, I don't know where she was for three weeks, but where she wasn't was goddamn walking in the sewage. That's where she wasn't. Because her little, I saw pictures of her, her little bony ass would have had rat bite marks on her. She was in Florida. She'd have been eaten by an alligator. The bitch wasn't, I don't know where she was. She might have been in a closet with VR glasses on. Maybe she thought she was in the sewage. But she, what she didn't do is go swimming in the canal. That's what I know. <laughs> Yeah, her knees were not scraped up enough. I, you know, and it's so interesting how they they definitely they blurred her face. They didn't show her face really. They didn't show her like her feet. Is, her feet should have been toe up from the flow up. If she walking, she should have been her 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 appendages should have been wrinkled like raisins. Where did she eat, Chloe? Stop. Yeah, what did she eat? What did she drink? Three weeks. Y'all let white women tell y'all anything? Oh, they white women out here surviving, honey. They don't walk into a suit. Bitch, you just, you literally just told us the opening scene, the Chronicles of Narnia, the witch in the wardrobe, and you expect us to believe you walked into the, the damn Narnia, and when you came back, you was a king of Narnia? Chloe, just like the little boy that lied and said he went up in a balloon in the sky, she was not in no goddamn suit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't I, I mean I, I'm sorry. I don't know where she was, but I know where she wasn't. And where Did she wasn't this picture who is this? I, I listen, I don't have a picture of the woman, so I just put a picture of a white woman in a sewer. You the bathroom bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even the inanimate bathroom bitch know not to go in the sewer. <laughs> I don't even believe that they reported that story because that's like a sentence you're not even supposed to repeat. Like, imagine that, y'all, Monika. If 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 Chloe told me years ain't have, I'm about to go swimming in a canal. I would call. I would say, y'all, Monika. I can't even say the shit that Chloe just told me. The, the bitch said she going to swim in a canal, and I thought she was making a mistake. So I said, Do you mean a river or a lake? Or and no, she doubled down and said canal. Like that ain't even some shit you're supposed to repeat. That's that's how ridiculous it is. <laughs> then and she then was, I mean, canal. It was like a carnival. She said, and then I saw one door that led me to another door that let bitch. You was how I don't know what you smoked that night. I don't know what you smoked, but whatever it is, they um, need to call it. You know, th three weeks through the doors. They need like I don't know what she smoked, Chloe, and I don't know why. It's like Dominica. We letting them sell us the foolishness. It's a dream. It must have been a, a a slow day in news or in in Florida. They must have after after spring break. They said we ain't got nothing to cop. Dumb pepper spraying a, a million people during spring break. Okay, let's talk about this lady who survived three weeks in a sewage tunnel. She what fuck is she the Shawshank Redemption? What is this? Zaynab, <laughs> you know good and well. I'd have called you and I'd have said, "Girl, get your purse. We got to go get Chloe." And you'd have been like, "Why? Wow, this bitch is talking about she walked into a canal, bitch." And I, I think that's cool. I would have said, uh, "Yamanika, you mean Canal Street?" All right, moving on. Uh, Sesame Street has added two new characters to Sesame oh Street. Um, and they are black, which is funny because Sesame Street has always had Muppets of color and they've never said that they were black. So now they really have black Muppets. And this is what they look like. Um, in a tweet that was posted, you can check it out here. 
Go to the next slide, Tim. You're doing this on purpose. Thank you. <laughs> Sesame Street has two new Muppets, a black father and son, in an effort to help children understand racial literacy. And the nigga, they ain't nothing but Bert and Ernie with some wool on their head. Now, don't tell me this niggas ain't Bert and Ernie. Wait, listen. In the promo, Elmo asks why West's skin is brown. Now, Elmo been around purple niggas, and you asking him why his skin is brown? Elmo is Elmo is a dumbass Muppet because he needs to first ask, why is my skin red? Absolutely, nigga. You might have a whole bunch of shit. You might need to take the Moderma shot. Yeah, he needs to say, why is my skin red, made of fur? I got no eyebrows. You know what? Before I even question y'all, let me go yeah. and take a look in the mirror. Yeah, this is this is them. This is them having a conversation. Sesame Street introduces two new black muffins. And, and look how they got them looking around like they don't know what fall is. Like they ain't <laughs> ever seen leaves and shit. I mean, come on now. And then the father wearing an old, he looked like a nigga daddy. Don't he? Every nigga daddy that <laughs> he only got his son for a couple of days and he couldn't pick him up in a sports jacket and a penny loafers. Now, this is what I want to know. Why, why, why they black with red noses and purple noses? If they're going to be black, make them black. Make them 100% black. Don't get oh, no. Black Twitter would have been all over them if they gave them black noses. Talking about why these noses so big? Their nose is big anyway. He, if, let me tell you something. If I saw a black man with a purple nose, I'll be like, so why is your skin brown? Because your nose is purple, nigga. <laughs> and we need to be asking Elmo is what's up with them little boys that was doing the accusations against you? What too soon? <laughs> no, that's not too soon. The original voice of Elmo had some um pedophile allegations. We talked about this. I know him. But you know what? You know what's so insulting about that is the conversation that they actually had. They the press releases that we want to we want to find a way in to talk about culture but they actually were just talking about biology like ain't nobody really questioning why we, what, what the conversation isn't amongst people is why is your skin a certain color no it's why are you mistreating me because my skin is a certain color and so for them to give us a biology lesson under the cultural like guys it's just, it's just so insulting and it's dumb it's like how many times are we going to make these mistakes yeah and also have been like this ever since she started doing a uh, 100 questions on Netflix. Go watch that. I mean, she's been out here asking postulates and theories and stuff. I don't know, girl. You're right. I just want to know why do they see the fact that they created black Muppets to have the conversation about race once again puts the responsibility on black people to mm -hmm. other people about who we are and it's not and it and it has nothing to do like you said it has nothing to do about culture or biology the fact of the matter is there are people in this world who hate people who have brown and black skin mm -hmm. Period. it's not about what school you went to it's not about what neighborhood it's not about how much money you have in the bank they just hate you because of your skin color and all the stereotypes yeah. that, that they have created over centuries of uh, centuries of time to say why we are less than why we shouldn't be treated equally. You know, the simple fact that right now the GOP in the state of Georgia is passing all the legislation to make it even harder for people to vote because they didn't like the fact that black people voted in droves and elected Democrats in a red state. It's like, just say you're racist. Just say that you don't care about black people. You want us to always be underneath your boot because you're racist. You don't need to have a Muppet. I mean, uh, you, is a Muppet going to say that? 
You know what else, too? They always using us to be teachers in a conversation. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? If you want to sit and have a truthful conversation about why there's racism, you actually don't even need black people to be there at all. So for us to sit around and motherfucking pond, you know what I'm saying, and give a, a, a thesis on why, you know, people have different people are different skin tones. It's just it's just ridiculous. It's, it really is ridiculous. I'm sorry, I'm Yamanique, what were you going to say? Well, first of all, I, I need to see this hair more often because the way you popping and giving it tonight is you. you I mean, just I'm so proud of you. Yes, queen, your crown. And what did Derek Jackson book say? Don't let them take your crown. Well, you, honey, you got your crown. You ain't let nobody touch it. <laughs> but what they should have did is they should have put a couple of little hillbilly muppets up there and let them hillbilly muppets and then have Elmo look at the hillbilly muppets and say, now let me ask you something, little hillbilly muppet that ain't a <laughs> hillbilly spam can. Tell me why you don't like these black people here because their skin is black. And let them explain from their raggedy ass ancestry. But it's always, but that's why I told y'all, and this is why people don't like me. I don't explain shit to them. I blink my eyeballs and I keep it pushing. Yeah. Who cares if this is how Sesame Street decided to fix a narrative? Number one, have a conversation with them and say, you got to do better. And if they ready, really, really ready to do better, then let them do better. But also, let's be very clear that black people take the responsibility for everything. Even this is a little side note, but there's some controversy. We might get into this tomorrow about Kenya Moore wearing a, a, a Native American headdress, headdress on her. Yeah. And everybody, and she needed to know better, and she needed to do this. And her response was, was first of all, it's part of my heritage. And one of the things she said was she was being a warrior princess. And nobody looked and really listened, right? That she was saying she was a warrior princess, that she was trying to give power or whatever. People may have been uncomfortable about that costume, but why were you uncomfortable? Because maybe you were putting some racist connotations to it. I didn't think that she necessarily was. But then what happened was you had a lot of fair-skinned Native Americans, not darker ones, fair-skinned ones, harping and jumping on the fact that she's supposed to be so ridiculously racist now because she did this and did that holding her to the same standard that you're holding white oppressors that have been have dogged uh, an entire race of people murdered genocide mm -hmm. all kinds including your own people and you want to make it not to say that they couldn't have a problem if they genuinely did but to try to make this thing equivocal and then try to act as if you've been done some disservice by a black person when it, and and I, and then and oh if, we, if it's part of your heritage what we don't know you as and I always tell black people stop saying all that you Indian your mama was Indian shit your mama and them was Chickasaw Indians because they don't claim you Native Americans have been pillaged raped plumbled and everything else by the pilgrims that came here to destroy them people that they were trying to help. And they do not hold them to the same standard that they still hold in black people to that we got to come running to their aid. Just like when all this shit was happening with um, Stop Asian Hate. And I said, I don't mind putting up Stop Asian Hate because I think what, ha what happened was a travesty. But at the same time, somehow a white man walking into three different salons, killing a majority Asian people, nobody white did he kill Asian or where he got a Latin man, I think, or maybe a Muslim woman. The conversation still somehow turned back to what black people doing and not doing to be a part of the fight. When we just got finished sitting here fighting with Black Lives Matter and police brutality, we still haven't seen any justice on and other cultures are keeping mums the word. 
So I just want people to understand when it's time for people to get the same treatment, when they see that they're experiencing the same treatment and shit that black people are experiencing, don't come running over to us telling us what you need from us and what you need. Go to the people that are putting the fucking harm on your back. Go to the white community and ask them why it's okay for a white man to get taken in without being murdered on the spot after he killed seven Asian people, a Latin person. And y'all trying to justify us because he had a bad day. Don't come over here asking us why. You know why we have fucked up Asian and black people communication. You know why when you come into the inner city and it's black people cuss because they letting all the Asian people buying up the, the restaurants and shit like that, treating niggas a certain way and niggas treating in kind. Yeah, we're in a jungle together. But don't mix that shit on a socioeconomic level and then try to bring it and make it a whole big part of a whole bigger scope of how you've been torn down in this country the most by black people because you have not. I mean, you definitely uplift the Asian community because you eat an edamame on the show tonight. (laughs) But also I understand I have an herbalist who's Chinese and I told him, I said, the man sneezed in my face twice when I met him. And I told a friend of mine, I said, not once, not once when that man sneezed in my face that I go, oh, Hong Kong flu. Not once did I do that because I understand the man lives in America. So what the fuck would I act like? So because it wasn't in me, yeah. you see, so people people, to, people have their prop, people have their racial. Chloe, people have shit that's already in them. It's in them. You remember the big hoopla when we when they had to figure out where they was going to let that joke fly when I said build a wall around the Asian people because they keep telling us all the Asian people got the flu. And that was after a white bitch was. And I said, but that's because of the news. Right. That was the point that I was making is we're getting all our information from the fucking news. But I'm going to tell you something. I was just as scared when that white bitch in the front of the audience sneezed on me than if she was an Asian woman, because I'm concerned about coronavirus. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, I'm concerned about uh, not having the show be three hours. So oh, you should have invited me on your. You need to have me on at the pre Grammys. The next story. Um, <laughs> so uh, moving on. <laughs> A man took to now. Twitter. I want edamame though. <laughs> I don't so even good. like it like that, but I really want oh. some now. Let me tell you something. I put some oyster sauce on this. I and I marinated it with a little sea salt and I put some, um, you know, that the, the Japanese sake. I put that in there, let that shit sit and mushed it around. Girl, this is the best edamame I've had since me and Chloe used to go to this spot. Remember the spot we used to go to and we used to tear that edamame up? Chloe, go ahead. You always want to act like you. <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of food, a gentleman took to Twitter to reveal a, a surprise in his cinnamon toast crunch. Is it gross? Let's see. It's not that gross. Yeah. Um, it's not that gross. So, 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 this, gross. so this is how uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch replied to him. They said, after further investigation with our team that closely examined the image that the man had posted, saying that something was in his cereal, it appears to be an accumulation of the cinnamon sugar that sometimes can occur when ingredients aren't thoroughly blended. We assure you there is no possibility of cross-contamination with shrimp. Let's look at the original (laughs) tweet. Who was that supposed to be? He says, okay, further investigation with my eyes. These are cinnamon-coated shrimp tails 
you weirdos. I wasn't at all mad until you tried to gaslight me. And someone else in the thread did a deeper dive and broke it down like this. Let's go to the next slide. They said the abdominal segment, the telson, and the Europod. Yeah, he has shrimp in his cinnamon toast crunch. How much money do you think they owe this man now? What was shrimp even doing in the cinnamon toast crunch area? Oh, I know exactly what it was doing. One of the employees had one of their family members drop off some shrimp in the uh from the from the crab shack, and they was eating it as the processing was moving through. And you know, you do that job every day, you don't think about it. And in that day, you was like, God, girl, you brought me some shrimp, you made my day. I wasn't feeling good because I found out that the nigga Derek Jackson is a fraud and I need some shrimp today. And so they eating the shrimp. And then some of the shrimp fell in, <laughs> some of the shrimp fell in there. But it's so much, it's so much cinnamon toast crunch going across that conveyor belt. She can't do shit about it or he can't do shit about it. So the shit went in and she know it or he know it can't be traced back to them. So it's just another day at the factory. They don't pay them enough anyway. They probably don't got full health benefits. So the shrimp was the best part of it. I mean, it's very simple. It's, it's not rocket science. I need you and Chloe to go to Las Vegas and do a show where y'all pin and tell her while you run your mouth and <laughs> Chloe just do the shit in sign language behind you. It must have been the most extraordinary piece of my night I've ever had. Those are shrimp tails, y'all. Yeah, that's just a shrimp tail. What happened to the shifter? Remember Laverne and Shirley? Remember the opening credit? Because no, they're going to say, nah, I don't remember Laverne and Shirley because I wasn't born in it. Neither was I, but I used to watch it on Nick and Knight. Remember, they used to sift you through shit. Where was the person supposed to be sifting they through the shit? They were, in, they were in Milwaukee and they worked at a, a beer company. I remember. Shamil. Yeah, Shemil. they supposed to be they supposed to be sifting through it, Yamanika. But I'm just saying, you know, them jobs is so, so tedious. You get what I'm saying? They're just so yeah. tedious that, you, you know, it's like, they probably was not being COVID safe because they are in the middle of somewhere and they probably had them working in the factory and they not six feet apart and she got somebody that's high risk at home and said, fuck it, if I can't do nothing else in the world, I'm going to have these motherfucking shrimp today. Bitch, let me tell you something. They was like, ma'am, you cannot take your lunch break. We are behind on cinnamon toast and the crunch and she pulled her mask down and was like, I'm eating my motherfucking shrimp. <laughs> but how I know... That, yes. that didn't, well, that's really funny, right? What really happened is somebody ate some shrimp, put them in an open bag of cinnamon toast crunch, take the open bag of return the shit to Walgreens. Because if you looked at the picture that the man posted, he bought a double box of cinnamon toast crunch. One bag was hermetically sealed, how it's supposed to come. The other bag was motherfucking scotch tape closed. Mm. So mm -hmm. it was a case of somebody returning half the bag of cinnamon toast crunch to the target. It just it ain't it ain't rocket science. Now, do I hope he get a nice little paycheck, go on a vacation, go somewhere where he could get some real fresh French shrimp? Sure. But it's this ain't rocket science. But how do they get I don't know the sugar to cinnamon ratio seem consistent with the cinnamon sugar crunch. Do you mm -hmm. know how much leftover cinnamon and sugar is in the bottom of a cinnamon toast crunch bag? Never in excess okay in excess you ever pour pour out your last bit of uh, a cereal and then all the crumbs and the sugar and it's coming you be like damn i ain't want that on my seat that all of that was like yes we have a place to grab onto and it held on to the shrimp and you know it's one simple thing, you know one thing for sure dumb shrimp was wet as fuck when they got thrown <laughs> in that bag they came <laughs> and they was ready to soak up all the cinnamon in the sugar. oh yeah they've been chewed down you're right they've been yes. chewed down. 
Yeah. Come I on, that's how you eat a shrimp. You to eat it out and you take the tail. Come on. Now I would have been disgusted. No, make no mistake. It would have been the very last time I ate cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, you did a good job. You know, yeah. regardless of whose fault it is. That would have been the very last time because that's not an image. Matter of fact, it didn't even happen to me, and I'm not even about to buy no cinnamon toast crunch just because oh, no. I, I saw the image. I stopped eating hot pockets because of that. When they said hot pockets was um had rat feces or some yeah. shit, get sued. And I know the show doesn't take any responsibility for any claims, but and, I, and allegedly, but I stopped. I I, I stopped uh, eating that stuff allegedly or not. Mm. <laughs> Listen. I, I don't eat cinnamon toast crunch. I've never had it in my life. Um, I but that used to be my cereal. Really? I'm a honey nut. I'm a honey nut Cheerios girl. I don't like all that artificial. I don't like nothing with colors in it. I don't like nothing with marshmallows and all that sugar. I don't like it. Well, I grew up very poor and all we had was Wheaties. And so the moment I got out on my own and could buy myself some cinnamon toast crunch, because that was like the top tier cereal to me. Mm -hmm. I had it. Yeah, you know, and for a few years, I didn't realize that it was giving me diabetes at an alarming rate. But, <laughs> after, you, know, you know, but after a couple of years of me like, OK, I've had this thing. I fulfilled what I missed in my childhood. Then it's like I'm not going to eat it. I'll choose a Honey Nut Cheerio as well. But either way, Chloe, this is not specific to Cinnamon Toast Crunch. This is some shit with something it wasn't supposed to be just like that lady was in the sewer when she wasn't supposed to be there. What if that was which was keeping her alive? Them shrimp tails, and then she <laughs> threw them in the thing, and they got packed. <laughs> now I believe that more than I believe the bitch swam in the canal. Okay. Hello. <laughs> well, oh, oh God! You trying to get us get back in here? How the fuck you gonna pop in here? <laughs> All right. So we have one more story, and it's just video. It's a video that tickled me. So um, I just saw it recently, just like right before the show. And I was like, Tim, I want to put this on the show. So I don't know if you haven't seen it, but two things. The reason I'm bringing up two things. People on TikTok are very creative, number one. Number two, all three of us have TikTok accounts. TikTok accounts. I don't know which TikTok account. You do have, You ha there's a tick, There's a Zainab Johnson TikTok account. Well, somebody made it, but I don't have a TikTok account. Well, go claim it. And I got one, but it's not doing well at all. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a TikTok account. You have a, you have a, you have a tick, you, I'm, let me see, I think you do have one, Zay. You do. Are you sure that you didn't post one and you didn't know? I'm absolutely positive. Listen, you have 15,000 followers on your Zaynab. Are you gotta be lying? She got more than me and it's she. It's a verified account. It's a, it has a check mark next to it. Alicia on upload on Amazon Prime and host of 100 Humans on Netflix. That must've been my managers or something. You got, can they do one for me? <laughs> Why do I? And you only got a few posts. I've been working like me and Chloe been Chloe been doing what every hour on the hour. I get so tired of getting notifications about Chloe Hilliard didn't put up another yeah. TikTok video. I just started Chloe just like some old bitch trying to learn TikTok at the last hour, and all I see is 50, 60 videos from her night. All I see, the way I see TikTok videos are when people post them on um, Instagram. That's the way I see a TikTok video. You have to get control of that, Zaynab, because that account is really moving. I got 200 fans. <laughs> <laughs> I got 43, I, but I just started. I just started TikTok. I just started. You got 43. I have no, nobody follows me on TikTok. I, that's not true. I'm following you. Nobody follows me. Look how, look how cute um, Chloe is. 
See, this is a side of Chloe you don't get to see with the little braids and shit, the titties popping. Yeah, Chloe don't let well, Chloe be letting her freak. Oh, thank you. Wait a minute, somebody just follow me. Who followed me? I can't. We're not about to do that. Let's watch the TikTok video that I thought was funny before you start shamelessly promoting and pulling your titties out for more followers. <laughs> Where's the music, Tim? Okay, here. Ooh, I'm back. Yes, send that to me. <laughs> that just reminded me of Easter Sunday, which is coming up. And Zaynab don't know what the hell that was because she ain't on TikTok with her 15,000 fans. <laughs> well, let me just say one thing, and this is also not going to be a popular opinion. I have never seen a TikTok worth it, and that was not worth it either. Thank you. A boogie boogie boo. It <laughs> <laughs> was not worth it either. Okay. I hate you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because Zainab um, hates that video. Zaynab, I don't hate it. It just, I'll never remember it. Have you seen, well, have you seen this video? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering if I was in this room by myself. What they on TikTok? Um, no, but that happens. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. That what they don't realize is press conferences now. You gonna have to show up. Do you hear me? I you mean, I love that. So that is Secretary Marsha Marcia Fudge. She was doing a press conference, and you know she's doing that black woman auntie energy, which is like if I speak to not you, her last name being Fudge. She ain't taking no shit. But oh, I don't I even think I don't even think it's like that intentional. It's like you know how sometimes, and we all know this. This happens to us as comedians when you get on the stage with a genuine "Hey, y'all," and then you realize the crowd say shit back. It make you go, "Well, hold on a sec." You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't even think it was like because y'all know me. I'm I'm the I'm the black woman that's about to come up here. It's like yes, that is true because I I am fire and I know it. I am the best and I know it, but also. I ain't in here by myself. Yeah, I'm a Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Oh, thank you. I loved it. Good afternoon. I loved it. Uh, good afternoon. Now, somebody make a TikTok of that, please. Good afternoon. Like, she was, I love that. That reminded me of. What are you doing with your light, Yamanika? What are you I, doing with your light? You no, know, I realized my light, because the whole show, I've been looking bad. And I'm like, damn, these bitches be looking good. Well, the, the, show, the show is over, honey. And you was looking like this all show. <laughs> So why are you trying to why are you trying to change it now? Let me go. I gotta talk to somebody in the was that you or was that my boo back there? Because who I gotta talk to in the private chat? Ooh. Oh no, nigga, is that you? I like look, Sean says Sean Malcolm said that's the same public school teacher energy to six-year-olds. And I do agree with that. It's like sometimes you gotta talk to people like their kids when they acting like they you know what I'm saying? I lie. Listen, I'm here for that energy. What's her name? Um, Marsha Fudge. Fudge. Marcia Fudge. Um, I'm, I'm here for it. 
this has mm-hmm. been a show. Tim has not popped out, but Tim, is it? I know you had some some comments about or some. I want to play Marsha Fudge in a movie. Sorry, Club. Go ahead. I know Tim, you have some reaction to the whole uh, Derek Jackson thing we talked about earlier. Not now, when you letting him come on at the end with his bullshit with the male <laughs> shit. Uh, Tim, do you want to say something really quickly? What do you want to say? <laughs> Y'all as a unit. <sighs> All right, Yam, where can people follow you and support you? Let's go. I'm going to put you on the big screen. You want to get your light right for this? Or are you, you happy with how you, you look? You look good, Yam. No, leave it where it was. You look good. Leave it where it was. Yeah, you look good. Where can people support you, Yam, and help you with your, um, your braids? <laughs> you can find me every Friday on YouTube live with Yamanika, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, and 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Go to YouTube and type in, hey, Yamanika, no, <laughs> type in Yamanika official channel, and you can find me at Yamanika on everything. Thank you for having me, Chloe. I'm so glad to be here with you and Zaynab and Tim. Absolutely. And Zaina, where can people follow you and support you? Um, I, you I'm uh, exactly what Yamanika said. I'd love being on here with you and her. And thanks, Tim, for the work that you do. Um, on every social media site, I'm Zainab Johnson, Z-A-I-N-A-B Johnson. My website is Zainab Johnson. You can watch my live show on YouTube. Uh, it's a relationship podcast called Just Friends every Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. And listen to Honesty with Z H O N E S T E A with Z um, weekly everywhere you get podcasts. Thanks, Chloe. And someone asks, when is Upload coming back? Well, I am in Vancouver shooting it now. We are working on the fifth episode, so I, I want to get it to you guys as soon as possible. So we're working on it. Yes, yes. Booked and busy. Blessed. Thank you to two of my dearest friends. I appreciate you guys hanging out with me and popping up. You know, you're always welcome to come on the show whenever you feel like a yam. I love to come on your show whenever you need me. Zainab, yeah. well, I mean, Zainab's the hell of a guest on her show, but Zainab, we friends. And I'm a narcissist. <laughs> no, you're not. I know, no, I know, I know. I'm not. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for an amazing show. Tim, are you ready to take us all the way out? I'm not even going to press no buttons. Tim, you ready to take us all the way out? Just just clear us all at the same time. Go big, go home, play video. Let's say, have a great night, everybody. I love y'all, ladies. I love y'all, too. Love you guys. Coast to coast, everybody. Come on, Tim, do your job. (laughs) 